Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono, but bono, bon, but on. Draw to reverse, skip you, uno. Bono, bon, but on. Domino. Y'all might as well get up, cause y'all is set. Yo, we just read a Boston on these hoes. <laughs> Yo, what up? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. Uh, it's Hadia Robinson. Thank y'all so much for tuning in, joining in, logging on, subscribing, walking into the building. Take off your shoes, take off your coat, get comfortable. Thank you so much. <laughs> um. If you didn't already get it, you know, you know what it is. Them black ass games that black people play. And we take our game serious. I don't know about like I've seen the Yahtzee commercial and they're like, Yahtzee, but Yah Yahtzee in a black house is gonna take on a whole other it's gonna be a whole other level of celebration. Um of course spades, yeah. Spades has ruined some family events straight like that. Like, it's some people right now that haven't talked to family members since two family reunions ago because they reneged at the table. You know what I mean? Like, somebody legit has just revoked their whole godmama responsibilities because somebody threw down the three of clubs, but three books ago, they didn't have no clubs. Like, straight up. I don't, I don't want to know you. I don't want to talk to you. I, me and you have nothing in common, and I don't think you should be a part of this family no more. <laughs> I'm voting you out of this family. Um, and Monopoly, oh, God. Um, Monopoly should come with a warning that this game may go on for four and five years. Like, it's probably a family sitting around a Monopoly game right now, and don't nobody want to leave. Like, nope, because you can't trust people not to move your houses, take your houses, move your money. Come on now, steal your property. Like, how you out here stealing Baltic Avenue? You you going to steal? That's how much, that's how little you think of your life? Baltic Avenue, really? And don't let somebody get Broadway. Please don't let it be somebody that already owe you money and they own Broadway right now. You ain't never paying them rent. You're going to bring real life situations into this Monopoly game. Like, oh, so you think I'm about to pay $5,000 rent, but you can't pay me my $35 back when I paid your T-Mobile bill? <laughs> and you got to be careful who the banker is because you don't know, you know, don't let it be your sticky finger auntie because next thing you know, ain't no more $500 bills left. And you're like, auntie, how all the $500 bills left? It's only me and you playing. Like, what's going on right now, right? So you got to have a third-party banker that ain't that has no allegiance to either one of y'all. Like, that's how the banker role go. It can't be uh, one of the players is the banker too. Mm -mm, can't trust him. You got to have somebody legit. Their only role is to to dole out money and it can't be somebody that owe a favor to somebody else because i'm telling you that real life situations find a way to seep their way oh all the times i let you stay in my house when you was going through it with your baby daddy but now you want me to pay rent oh hell no <laughs> uno simple games like uno you know you be slamming them cars down so hard like on draw four pick that up it is what it is nope nope draw two don't let you get on a roll where you like yo boom reverse if two man uno will make you want to punch somebody in the face because at least with like a few other people you get that little space between where it's like okay somebody hit you with a reverse and it goes the other way and it's fine it's like whatever but when it's just you and that person and they hit you with a reverse, a skip, a draw two, draw four, and then they hit uno, 
you like, you know what? I don't think we should be together no more. <laughs> Whole relationship. Oh, that's what you're going to do? That's how you feel about me? Everything I done put into this relationship? But you want me to draw to and you want to skip me? Oh, you going to skip me? Oh, just like you skipped me that time when we were supposed to go to prom? People bringing up all kind of old... <laughs> old hurt and pains coming back um so yeah um i wanted to start with games because that i want to start this podcast by um finding just talking about how stressful the last it's only been this is the fourth week of hell on earth this is the fourth week into our four-year sentence if and i feel like even if he is impeached which fingers crossed guys um um, we still got to deal with this, the stupidity that surrounds him. And, you know, it's almost like these people are doing stuff that you, you can't come back from. Like once you agree to some of this bullshit, I don't want to hear from you anymore talking about, well, we need to know, bitch, you need to like, I don't, you know, I'm real petty like that. Like I'm bringing that up every time. Oh, you think I should pay my taxes, but you, you supported a dude that didn't pay no tax. So why am I going, you know? So, um, so it's, it's trying, it's a lot, it's too much happening. So I wanted to give y'all my, um, black ass shit list for self-care right now. And I think it's important that as, um, number one, turn off your notifications, right? So I get notifications for new sites. I sign up for certain lists and, the thing about a notification is, is that you might be busy doing something completely unrelated. You enjoying your life. You sitting down. You trying to catch up on scandal, whatever it is. And then you get a notification and it's like, I didn't need to see that. You know what I'm saying? So, so turn off your notifications. Like just really take the alerts off of certain things where you, your if it's your Facebook turn off your Facebook. Like you'll get the information when you go on there, but don't just have it popping up on your phone all the time. Cause it's going to mess with your head. I'm not saying not to be informed. We should absolutely be informed because the way this stuff is going, we need to know what's going on with them boats off the coast of Connecticut and you know what Russia is doing and what this, you know, testicle lump is doing. That's his new name, testicle lump. So bear with me and all the pubes around him. <laughs> anyway. Um, but so I'm not saying don't be informed, but you don't need to over absorb all that stuff. It's too much all the time and it's going to mess your mood up. So um, I know for myself, I've kind of limited my time on social media in general because. And then <laughs> that's that's where it is. It's not even like I don't even want to scream. I just I'm just like, I just need to get the distress out in a breath. Like exhale for real. Um and then turn the notifications off. That has made a huge difference. So um, just kind of like separate yourself a little bit. Limit the amount of intake, the amount of stuff that you're taking in from this bullshit. Um, secondly, put on some music, right? Um, I would say put on some music that doesn't have lyrics or some music that's not from this time period. Because I think it's just going to... You know, it's all, you already got a dummy in the highest office. The last thing you want is some dumb shit pumping in your ears. Now, I'm not saying I, that's not some cool shit to turn up with. I'm just saying as far as like kind of releasing and getting the tension and angst out of your body, put on some, put on some, um, 
some smooth jazz. Put on some 90s music. Put on some Hall & Oates, some Lionel Richie. Put on some Stephanie Mills. Put on some shit that where, you know, the music from the simpler times. <laughs> like straight up, just, uh Anyway, but it, it definitely makes a difference. You know, really just try to find ways to soothe your energy. It's all about soothing energy. Um, Third, um, get high. Yep, I said it. Get high. Oh, only if you're in a state that is um, where the weed is legal. <clears throat> but find, you know, it, it might be a drink. I know, f- but sometimes drinking can kind of go the wrong way. Alcohol can sometimes be an an indulgence that doesn't yield you the results like you all of a sudden it brings up emotions that you wasn't even really trying to be emotional about and that's not the re- that's not the response you want you want something that's going to kind of like put it in the air that's what i'm saying like you got to get that air out of you got to exhale and what better way to exhale than on the clouds of some real ass some real good ass blue dream or some shit you know what i'm saying like and i don't know all the strands and i think you have to kind of know what your what it is you're what vibe you're trying to feel so if you real turn like wound up between work and kids and and then this bullshit you might need something that's gonna just kind of take you down like if you finding yourself where you can't sleep or you watching this and watching that and you gotta know and no 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 then boom get you something get you a nice little intica and just be like "Ah, yeah man you know it is what (laughs) like I don't make mistakes <laughs> or if you somebody who's really down in the dumps about it and you just kind of finding yourself where I don't want to get off the couch I don't I'm I have no motivation I can't really face what's going on or whatever then guess what you might need a little sativa and you could turn up like mm, it's crazy out here but uh I'm Millie Rock oh and you just like you know what I'm a Millie Rock my way right into the pearly gates because I don't know what's about to happen but if it goes down I'm gonna be Millie rocking all the way there right so get dead ass Uh, and only if you're in a state that where weed is acceptable uh (laughs) subject to i wanted to do my little subject to approval but anyway um you know nothing goes better with weed than some nice sex that's right if you're not a weed smoker hey maybe you somebody who needs to get your aggression and tension out another way sex is a great way not only are you you know getting your endorphins up you're getting your heart rate up it clears your head like once you release it releases all of that so your head get cleared up you might come up with the next app because now you're not worried about thinking about that bullshit now you're like you know what you know what we need you know to be dope you know i've had some of my best ideas after um and then um work so working out is also like kind of right in the same lane but that's kind of something you do by yourself so working out slash masturbation um could also be helpful um i think sex over those two options just because sex is more of a connection you're kind of more building a bond with someone i'm not saying to go and find somebody to fuck at a bar not that i'm against it i'm just saying that you know in these trying times it might be good to get someone and be with someone that you can have a real connection with like you have sex and there's eye contact you know and not eye contact like wait who are you again (laughs) 
but like real life eye contact because I know who you are and we're having a moment and our souls are connecting. So that could be great. Um, but you know, if that's not an option, then there's um, masturbation and working out. And you know, hey, sometimes if if you can't be with the one you love, you gotta love the one you with. And I'm talking about your hand or whatever toy you got. But what I'm saying is. <laughs> That tension, that release you're going to feel afterwards is going to be, whoo, mm, that one, those little moments of blindness where you can just like, oh my God, I don't even, I can't even see right now. And I'm so excited about it. Like I'm blind and I can't see my timeline and it's great. Right. Or working out push-ups 20 in the morning, 20 at night. Shout out to Jack and, um, from the last episode that went and got, um, you know, my prayer for the woman that left her husband after 22 years of marriage. Um, but yeah, work out. Same thing. Get your sweat up. Get your endorphins up. Do some shadow boxing. Look, we don't know what's coming down the line. You, We got four years of this bullshit. So you might as well be in shape just in case. Just in case, you know, you want to have your body able to go hiking and run hiking, not like walk hiking. I'm talking about you might have to run, so run hiking, right? Be able to um, climb a fence, you know, do some squats, lift some shit. You know, you might be out here. Look, the weather is messed up. We can agree with that. It's about to be 60 this weekend in New York in February. The weather is messed up, right? This We got the biggest idiot possible in the highest office. Zombies are next. I don't I don't care how you feel about it. I'm telling you right now, zombies are next. My grandmama said it comes in threes. One, two, what? Three zombies. So y'all gotta be ready. And you you ain't gonna make it to you're not gonna make it through the zombie apocalypse if you ain't in some kind of shape, if you don't have some kind of endurance, if you can't all out run for your whole ass life because you get because we don't know what kind of zombies it's gonna be. It could be those slow ass walking dead zombies. <sighs> Or it could be them 28 Days Later zombies, them goddamn World War Z um, zombies that running around like a roach when you turn the lights on. It Either one. You got to be prepared, right? So um, so there you go. That's my um, black-ass shit list uh, for self-care. <laughs> so make sure that you're finding... It don't have to be all everything. Everybody, everything ain't for everybody. So maybe you just take one or two of them, but find some ways to kind of take yourself out of the bullshit that's going on. Cause otherwise you're going to crash and burn and sooner than later, trust me. Um, anyway, so let's get into these, um, crazy ass topics, uh, from this past week. So boom, where do we start? Um, the Grammys just happened guys. Yeah. The Grammys just happened, and um, I didn't watch it, but I was paying attention because this year, Beyonce and Adele were both up to break the record for most Grammy wins, right? Now, when I heard that Beyonce was up against Adele, I was just kind of like, mm, I kind of already, I'd had, I didn't have high hopes, Right. I figured white people was going to do some white people shit. No shade to white people. That's listen, y'all get me, y'all listening so y'all know what I'm talking about. What I mean by that is I'm going to prop up one side because this is the side that represents us and that's the one that we, you know, we're we're because we're making the choices, this is the side we're going to go with regardless of what is actually better or what makes sense. 
So basically, I say all that to say Adele broke the record. She won the most awards, and she was honored as, you know, she ended up winning five Grammys. Um, Beyonce only won two. Now, Beyonce won for, sorry, Best Music Video for Formation and Best Urban Contemporary. <laughs> Girl. And, um, but our sweet Adele won. She won Album of the Year, Song of the Year for Hello, Album of the Year for 25, Record of the Year for Hello, Pop Solo Pop Performance for Hello, um, and Best Pop Vocal Album. Now, <clears throat> I'm not a Beyonce stan, so let me start there. I'm not somebody that's like, you know, I live for the beehive and you can't say shit about Beyonce or Blue Ivy and you can't say shit about Solange and you bet not say shit about Michelle. I'm not one of those people. I do acknowledge that uh, Beyonce is great. Her marketing is the shit. She's beautiful. She can sing. She's got one of the top voice voices that's out here. I mean, of course, you know, Jasmine Sullivan and Let Us See. But I'm just saying, as far as people, mainstream voices, yes, absolutely, right? She's always innovating. She's always doing some new shit. She's, she's on it, right? Boom. Um... I've never been to a Beyonce concert, so maybe that's the moment I become a Beehive member. Like, maybe her concert, as I've heard, is just so amazing that I come out actually as a bee. Like, I'm in a full-ass bee outfit that I've created just from my ripped clothes and the other ripped-up pieces of shit that I've torn up from the floor in the seat because I'm just out of my mind with adoration for Beyonce. I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm saying it could be possible. I could go to her concert, make a bee outfit, and come out in, and not even with the face exposed. I'm talking about with the eyeballs that look like a microphone. Like, I did, I did all of that just out of the threading from a chair like went off that's completely possible but where I am right now I just acknowledge that she is an amazing singer she's an amazing performer I enjoy her music the shit you know it resonates with me boom 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 um but there's no way the fuck you gonna tell me that 25 was better than Lemonade okay that's what I was getting to now granted I I love Adele as well I think 19 was the shit 20, 21 was great them shits is still like top on the album charts Absolutely, I get that. But when it comes to, like, the best... No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to tell me that Hello was a better song than Formation. You're not. Because guess what? Nobody was writing think pieces about Hello. Nobody was, like, couldn't sleep at night because of Hello. Nobody, the whole ass internet didn't shut down because Adele released Hello. It did not. And you know how I know this? Because I wasn't talking about it. And I'm not saying that I'm everybody and I represent everybody, but I'm saying that I was talking about formation. Everybody I know around me was talking about formation. Didn't nobody call me like, bitch, have you heard Beyonce's new album? Nobody did that. So I know a lot of people. So if the people I know and I didn't do it, then that represents a consistency, like a whole ass picture. Sorry, that's just how I feel. So boom. Nobody was writing think pieces about hello. Nobody was like, yo, you see the way the, the leaves fell that represented her falling for this. Nobody was doing that. But guess what? When formation dropped, 
everybody was writing a thing piece. Did you the way the the cop car soaked into the water and the bubbles rose up? That represented the bubbling of the black community and the bubbling over of a pre like people had all kind. Okay, the way her body was hanging out of the car and her braids was hanging down, that was like the freedom of blackness and like you know black girl magic. And if you look real close, like that's where people was at with forming. If you look real close, that's when you know somebody that went too far with it. If you slow it down and if you reverse it, just rewind it back slowly and you watch. Like, okay, bro, you're doing a lot. But that's where it was. That was the craze of formation and just lemonade in general. Like, you had the fucking um, presidential candidate talking about she got hot sauce in her bag. She wasn't up there talking about every time I get on the phone, I say hello. Okay, Adele. She didn't do that. No, she didn't. So that just tells you the range and and the um the reach of Beyonce's song. So how the fuck is that song of the year? How the fuck is that album of the year? How 25 album of the year? Nobody was talking about it. But Beyonce music was everywhere. It, like, it just was. It was huge. So, and the thing is, is that it's like, okay, fine. If that's what y'all want to do, black people, let's stop trying to lean into their lane and let's stop trying to make what, what they give us mean more than what we give ourselves and what we give each other. I'm saying all that to say I agree with what Jada Pickett said, and I know, yes, I'm Viv dragged the whole hell out of her. Like, she dragged her across every rough surface of the earth. You hear me? Mountains asphalt concrete down the Appalachian mountain mountains up you know all the way through Yellowstone Park she just dragged her for saying that but it's true and you know Grammy's cool y'all got that but we all know and we are all clear that the, if black people didn't show up to the Grammys that shit would be boring as fuck if black people wasn't there on the red carpet that shit would be boring as fuck it just would Beyonce with the biggest conversation coming out of the Grammys. Yes, Adele, she did that song. She stopped because she wanted to honor George Michael. But wasn't nobody like, oh, my God, girl, when when Adele floated down. And shout out to Adele because that that really speaks to how amazing her vo vocals are and what she what she can do, the fact that she don't, she's not giving you no light show. She's not doing all of that. She's going to sit there. She's going to sing. She's going to belt out that song, right? You might be asleep by the end of it. But she did it, and the vocals were fucking impeccable. But everybody knows that music is more about an experience. It's also it's about the vocals. It's about all of that, but it's also about the experience. And the fact that, you know, Beyonce was not honored in this way. She wasn't honored the year before. Um, and the fact that Adele got on stage and straight, like, she straight bowed and like, <gasps> I, love, I love Beyonce so much and she's great and she's everything and I love this. Like, trust me, Beyonce was not going to get up there and be like, oh my God, Adele, everything you do, she wasn't going to do, she might have been like, sis, oh my God, you know, I really love your music, but it wasn't going to be, I'm going to break this whole ass trophy in half so I can give Adele a piece of it. It was not going to do that because it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made sense. Right. So boom. Um, but you know, Grammys is some white ass shit. It just is what it is. So what I'm saying to black people is let's put more of our energy and, and, and interest in black ass shit. So with that said, here are some, uh, 
a few of the upcoming black awards ceremonies that I think we need to be watching and paying attention to and, and being excited about and creating a hashtag for and turning Twitter up about it and, you know, going on and creating all kind of memes and shit. There's the um, African-American Film Critics Award. And I think that would be great. Yeah. Like black people acknowledging black films. Cause you know, Hidden Figures is about to get snubbed like a motherfucker. And even though Hidden Figures is the top grossing movie in the world, even though like Hidden Figures is a dope ass story about some dope ass women, about a, some real ass shit that happened in the, in fucking history, but they made it a great ass movie. Never mind the fact that, yeah, La La Land was cute. It, okay but it wasn't better than a notebook like i didn't watch la la land and like oh my god i gotta see that again because it just made it broke my heart and i fell in love no i've seen a notebook like 37 times i've saw i saw la la land once and it like the dancing was cool no shade but it wasn't like they wasn't giving me fucking gene kelly and fred astaire they wasn't giving me like um sammy davis jr they wasn't giving me car like it wasn't no oh gregory hines it was just like okay that was that was cute okay yay right it was a cute little story but it wasn't something i'm like oh my god and then right not at all um but you already know that shit is up for like 14 emmys some oscars some crazy shit but anyway but you know what it's gonna be so at least with this award show it's gonna be black people acknowledging black ass stories and and we can it's a playing field that we can be like we can we can believe that is a lot more fair and will be taken more seriously and at least acknowledging some shit that the over there is not even going to be a little bit acknowledged so that's the african-american film critics awards right the trumpet awards um i think that already passed though um and naacp image awards bet awards yes i said it bt yes come on y'all seriously like they trying and i thought the last see the last one was good jesse williams gave me all the life i needed you know and you can always depend on um taraji showing up giving you a dope ass speech invoke with the ancestors like the ancestors just come right up through her they using her as a vessel they like taraji just look cute in that dress boo me and rosa parks we gonna get this we gonna take it from here me coretta scott <laughs> and betty shabazz we gonna just come through we gonna say everything you want to say it's gonna be great and then we gonna let you have your body back right boom um it's gonna be some dope ass musical performances you know the red carpet is gonna be lit and hopefully people show up and we're all watching and we're tweeting about it because the thing is is that we give shit life black people give shit life it is what it is you can feel how you want to feel but shit ain't lit if black people are not involved and that's the bottom fucking line it is if black people was not on twitter for a week twitter would be boring as fuck it would be fucking boring. Black people did the motherfucking mannequin challenge, the um Thanksgiving with black families, the egg, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Like we, it's always some shit that we're fucking the optimism challenge. We're the ones creating this shit, and then everybody else is getting involved. But even if they're not getting involved, that's the shit that's being retweeted. That's the shit that buzz the top ten tweets from. It's all some black ass shit. You know, the top twin, the top 10 Hurt Bay tweets or whatever it is. I'm going to talk about that later because that shit was crazy. But what I'm saying is, is that we don't have to wait to be honored by them. They should be honored if we allow them to honor us. 
boom that was ah i went to the bottom of the ocean i don't know if that made sense but the shit kind of it sounded kind of hot <laughs> that shit was got anyway um so anyway um what's next oh speaking of um moments of black movement or you know changes and shit like that black acknowledgement um the bachelor will be taping its will have his first black bachelorette that's right her name is rachel Lindsay. she is an attorney from texas and she is going to be the first black bachelorette after the 34th season of bachelor slash bachelorette franchise 34 it took 34 seasons for them to allow a black woman to get this far now here's the thing it's actually on some borderline fluke shit right and shout out to the dude the last bachelor nick who even kept her on long enough so she could be in the running because normally they you know it's two black people on there and the motherfuckers is going the first week like you know this week we're gonna do something special we're gonna do a double elimination uh keisha and tasia thank you you be like god damn when the fuck <laughs> they getting them out early but this dude she she was on there long enough that she actually became um a candidate for the bachelorette and then i'm sure they were sitting there like mm, well i mean i mean if he liked her then make i mean and black people are great and i mean it's just been so much with black and i saw hidden figures so maybe there's something there and i mean well i mean I'm not saying I like I, I don't want to be a racist. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't want to be a racist. But the fact that it, so they pulled the trigger and was like, okay, it's about that time. Season 34. Okay. But anyway, so she, and Rachel Lindsay, that's like the safest black name ever. Like if her name was Keisha Talbert, I'll be like, yikes. Keisha Watkins, I'll be like, oh, they going black than a motherfucker. And shout out to all the Keishas out there. That ain't no shade, but Keisha is a black ass name. It is what it is. Rappers name their guns Keisha. So I'm just saying, you got to deal with where your life is. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm sorry. But um, Keisha, a black ass name. And so all the Keishas out there, don't be in your feelings all up in my inbox. But like, first of all, let me tell you, bitch, whatever. Keep your little gun emoji. That shit look like a water gun now. Anyway, ain't nobody scared. Now, if you put the knife and chain in there, I'm going to be a little upset. But I'm just saying, ain't nobody scared of you, Keisha. Um, but, yeah, like, Rachel Lindsay, super safe. If her name was T-Asia, mm, I'd be like, woo, come on through, Bachelorette. Y'all keeping it extra black. Um, but she's like an attorney. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. So I'm really interested to see the guys that they're going to choose for her and who they're, who's going to get pushed to the end. Because, you know, this shit is super produced. So I can't imagine that somebody isn't like leading her hand down the lane. But I'm very excited to see these men vying for this black lady and like, you're so beautiful and I just want you to, and I've never, and I'm uh, like, yeah yeah bitch it's about that time right um and i'm hoping to do I, i'm really interested to see what the ratio of dudes is gonna be is it gonna be majority black dudes and then like two white dudes that get eliminated early is it gonna be majority white dudes and then only two black dudes that get eliminated early or is it gonna be just like a full even mix i'm just woo. 
I'm very invested right now. I've never really gotten into to the Bachelorette after like the first season or something crazy. So I'm interested. I will be tuned the fuck in because I want to see how this play out. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna tell y'all right now. If she started leaning on towards some real corny or like a average below average ass white dude. Nope. No, it, you know what? Honestly, if she's leaning toward anybody that's below average, that ain't fine, you know, they better not have her with no fat ass men, no dudes with titties, no dudes with no jobs and all whack ass dudes. Like she better get some top tier meat. Okay. I'm talking about these dudes better come through with muscles and abs and backs and putting together Ikea shit with no instructions and nice hair, no ball spots, no shade, but I'm just saying no ball, like all they facial hair can grow in and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Lifting her up doing fly shit got a nice little dick print if i'm not seeing all that i'm writing a serious letter to the network like oh <laughs> so y'all just gonna put her with a bunch of frumpy ass dudes from west virginia y'all motherfuckers really trying it right now or y'all just trying to give her a bunch of ghetto ass dudes with no jobs and shit like no fuck all that you know but you know i'm gonna be watching this was gonna be my um like how I feel about scandal and shit like that. I'm going to be watching it like that. Like, oh, bitch, I got to go. The Bachelorette is coming on and I can't miss who she going to pick. Is it going to be Javon or <laughs> or Grayson? I need to see this. Um, What else is going on? Oh, speaking of relationships and finding people and all that other good shit. Um, there was this hashtag I mentioned earlier, Hurt Bay. Um, it was an interview that was done where these two, this guy and this girl were basically kind of revisiting what happened in their relationship. And the guy is basically coming completely clean about cheating on her while they were together. And, you know, it was so crazy because this little girl is so cute. She's a baby. Like I'm looking at her. She's a baby. Um, really pretty girl. She, she talked like this. Well, I just. You are my best friend. And I'm like, oh, but this dude, he's a gump. He's like, now, mind you, if this was like 91, oh, I would've, he, would, he would be the shit. Light skin, curly hair, what? Yeah, he would be the man. And, of course, if I was still young and dumb, which I absolutely was, like most women are, you know, when you're young, you are absolutely dumb. And which is what this little girl was, young and dumb is rather because she's still a baby but so cute and everybody ran to her instagram and looked her up and she's so cute got all her abs and i'm like girl what are you doing out here getting cheated on and you got all of your abs <laughs> no no ma'am you need to be you anyway i'm gonna give some straight auntie advice in a little bit but i'm just saying you young and you still popping you better get your ass in them streets i ain't saying you gotta be fucking everybody but you definitely don't let no bum lame dude like this dude is the ultimate fuck boy he is such a fuck boy like and he he's in some cure himself like you could tell he's just a dumb little kid and what's funny is is that at one point uh he's just like i did everything i cheated with a bunch of girls and she just started crying and shit and then she asked him how many times did you cheat and he said i didn't count Ooh. Let me tell you something. And then she just had to walk off. And, like, she walked away crying. Wasn't no swinging. Wasn't no trying to pick up the chair and do a, like, 
turnarounds, like where you grab the chair, turn in a full circle, and then smash it into somebody's face. She didn't do none of that. And I was just like, oh, my God, this little girl is just too sweet and just was not ready for that situation. But um, one of the questions that he he asked her a couple of questions, and I thought that shit was so real, and it was very telling that when these dudes cheating and doing bullshit, they know what the fuck they doing. That shit ain't no, oh, I ain't knowing. It just happened. No, they fucking know. This dude said to her, why wouldn't you leave? Because she was finding pictures in his phone and all this other shit. And he just asked her, why wouldn't you leave? Why did you forgive me? And she's like, yeah, you're, you're my best friend. It's like, no, sis, that's not your best friend. Because if that was your best friend, he wouldn't have did that shit to you. It's like, all right, I'm about to get into my idea, um, fix this shit moment, right? You know, no, in not in no way associated to Ayanna fix my life. But this is Hadia fix this shit auntie moment. That is not your best friend, okay, sis. And this is the moment where you need to recognize your own value above this motherfucker. Now, to the men out there, this is what happens when you're not in your daughter's life. This is what happens when you're not the man to tell your daughter what she's worth, what she means, how beautiful she is, and what she should expect from men. If a girl does not have an example of what a man should be and what he should do, or if she has a very unhealthy one, that is the shit that she's going to lean toward. Which this is why a lot of men either have problems with women, hate women, or because that is the experience that they have had with women. But at the end of the day, those are the women that they continually choose because that is their only example. So, boom. That was not your best friend, okay? So, you and he... The fact that he knew to ask that and the fact that he even asked that means that he knew he was a piece of shit. And a lot of these dudes that are a piece of shit are, will continue to be a piece of shit because they want to see exactly how far you will let them go. Right? Boom. So it's like, oh, if you'll take this, then you'll probably take this. I mean, well, shit, if you let me kick you in the ass, I probably could put my foot in your ass. <laughs> like, it's just it's it's just one of those things. And not everybody is like that. Not every dude is like that. I'm just saying these dudes that these dudes specifically that ain't shit will continue to push you, push you, push you, push you. Because number one, they don't think they worthy of your love. And number two, they, they're like, well, shit, bitch, why do you love? I don't even love myself. Why do you love me? So let me see how much further and how much more damage I can do because I really don't, you know, I hate myself so much. I hate the fact that you even want to love me. Boom. So that has been a idea. Get fix this shit moment. <laughs> I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I know from experience. Not that you. So <laughs> within the interview, the girl is like, well, one time I went to his house and he was in there with another girl and he told me to leave and I left. Yeah. Did you hear that ringing too? Because that's what I heard in my ear. My shit just was like. <laughs> tell you what you're not gonna do okay it's one thing you cheat on me it's a whole other thing right boom but what you're not gonna do is cheat on me and then put me out of your house and think you're not gonna die in that house that day die inside of that house oh you want me no problem you know what well hey i just god is good i guess this is what you want to do that's what's up 
Say hi to my grandmama. Boom, I'm going to close the door. I'm going to jab the door so they can't get out. I'm going to go get a gasoline can. I'm going to douse the whole fucking perimeter of the house in gasoline. I'm going to go get a fucking lighter. And whoosh, that shit about to go up. But then I'm going to already put on my little pack of fuel with the flamethrower. So even if you try to break out of the house, you ain't going to even have a shot because I'm still going to burn your motherfucking ass up. So you're going to either burn up inside that house or you're going to burn up when you try to break out of that house. But at the end of the day, bitch, you're dead. Okay, now that was a bit far. What I meant to say is, me and you no longer have anything to talk about. You ain't about to be my man. You ain't about to be my friend. We have, you, we ain't about to meet over coffee and have a discussion later about all the shit that transpired in our relationship. Because when you cheat on me, you died. You're dead. You are no longer alive. You're not out there. Even if I see you in the street, guess what? I just saw a ghost. Somebody should contact the Long Island Medium. Because there are ghosts walking around in this world. And when I see you, when I see your mama, when I see your sisters, when I see your cousins, all of them are dead to me. They're ghosts. I don't know them. They don't know me. So, yeah, your grandmama could slip and fall in the middle of traffic. Guess what, bitch? She's dead, too. So, I don't feel like I need to help her because she's a ghost. So, when she get hit by that bus, the bus is just its like she's going to go into smoke and then go back to heaven where she was supposed to go. So... <laughs> I'm just saying, ladies, know your worth. Fellas, know your worth. You don't, because there's a lot of dudes out here getting cheated on. Not a lot, but a, there are a few dudes out here getting cheated on. And I'm not saying that you can't forgive people when they cheat. You can forgive people. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you forgive, 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 now you're playing yourself. Now you're looking dumb. And, you know, it's just like anything else. Once you let somebody do something enough time, they're not going to stop. So hashtag Hurt Bay, the memes were hilarious. But the thing is, what you really saw from it was people really kind of like, yeah, I know that life. So I'm not judging her at all. I was definitely young and dumb. And I remember being, feeling like I was super in love or head over heels with somebody. But guess what? That shit goes away real fast, honey. Especially when they start fucking up your money and fucking up your credit and threatening your life and bringing you all kind of diseases. Not that that happened to me because I don't let it get that far. But I'm just saying, that's one of the main things you need to, you got to love yourself and love and think about your future more than that. That's one dude. That's one dick. It is billions of dicks out here. And if you got all your abs and you still out here in these streets popping, girl, you better keep some castor oil so you can get your edges together and get your ass out in them streets. All right, let me take a quick break and I'm going to come right back. All right, y'all, this episode of Black Ass Podcast is brought to you by As It Should Be Body Products. It's high quality skincare with your body and mine. It's all natural skincare products, no chemicals, no toxins, no synthetics. It's an all natural moisturizing cream and a natural lip balm. You do not want to spend the rest of this winter with ashy ass lips, elbows, and or heels. Log on today to As It Should Be Body Products. Use offer code BAPC10 to take 10% off and get your life together. Summertime is right around the corner and you do not want to go in there full of scales and dead skin. That's right. As It Should Be Body Products with your body and mind. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So, of course, saving the trash for last. Uh <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna see if I can fit both but we'll see um I'm gonna start with the cartoonist who drew a picture of DeVos being escorted into her job and the same way it was modeled after pic after the picture of Ruby Bridges who had to be in escorted into 
a school in New Orleans um, in 1960 because she was inter integrating the schools there. The cartoonist's name is Glenn McCoy. <clears throat> and, you know, of course, he followed it up with, well, if you were um, offended, my bad, blah, 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 blah. I just wanted to kind of start the conversation. First of all, bitch, what happened to Ruby Bridges is no way. DeVos is not even a glimmer, a glimpse of what this little girl had to go through and why she went through it. Those are two completely separate fucking situations, you fucking idiot. Now, if you did not see it, Betsy DeVos was going in to try to get started. She is has been... Um, Approved as the education secretary with no motherfucking educational background. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to even. Mm -hmm. But that's her quote unquote job now. And um, when she went to go get in the building, it was protesters there. And it was a dude blocking the door on some straight like. Um, It was funny because as she's he's yelling at her and then he just busts out shame, shame. Shame. And I was like, oh, my God. It was like Game of Thrones. I just needed him to be in a dress with the head wrap and the bell. Ding, ding. Shame. Shame. And then shave her head or some real ill shit. That would have been great. But they basically was like, no, bitch, you're not getting in this building. And she was then escorted to her little SVU Uber, um, her Uber Plus. And then they drove the fuck off. She ended up getting in the building later. But in that moment, that's what was recorded and put up on Facebook. And everybody got their life like, yeah, fuck that bitch. Right. Um, so this cartoonist thought in his brain that that mimicked what happened to Ruby Bridges. Now, Ruby Bridges was going to integrate schools because this fuck-ass country wasn't uh, wasn't even giving black children and black schools access to the resources that they needed to adequately educate their children, which, 2017, 1960, okay, yeah, which is the reason behind Brown versus Board of Education, which is the reason why black people are moved and change their zip codes and do different shit so that their kids can go to better schools, right? Boom. So... And instead of them saying, oh, well, either we're, we don't want you to go here, so we're going to give you access to better resources, it's like they created a situation where this little girl had to walk, be escorted by federal agents into her school in like six years old, 1960. Imagine you, some of y'all can't even get y'all baby dropped off at the daycare without crying, and this little girl had to walk into a building with grown as adults yelling, screaming, spitting, throwing shit at her. A baby, six years old is a baby. Six years old, you still liable to shit your pants or pee yourself in the middle of the day if you get too busy playing with blocks and forget to go to the bathroom. You would straight pee on yourself. Six years old, this girl had to walk in with an escort of federal agents. So you're not going to tell me that that is in any way associated remotely to this bitch DeVos. You're not going to do that. Because guess what? These people didn't want her to go to this school because she was black. 
period they didn't have any other reason she had black skin they didn't want her in the same room in the same airspace with a child with black skin even though they'll have a black housekeeper cleaning up their fucking house and have a black nanny breastfeeding and taking care of their kids but lord forbid the kid come to the same school as they kid go which you know anyway but People are blocking divorce because the bitch ain't qualified. Period. End of discussion. That's it. How are you going to be secretary of education and you ain't never taught in the school? You don't even have an education degree. All you do is you and your family run charter schools and it is recorded. And it, and there are people out there that talk about what a horrible fucking situation her and her family created with their business of charter schools and bullshit. So the fact that people are blocking that school and blocking her from go going into work is because people specifically don't don't want her to fuck up their children's future okay it ain't about the fact that she white it's about the fact that the bitch is dumb and she's not qualified it's about the fact that she cut a deal with the republican party and she cut a deal with donald trump to get this position she didn't cut a deal with regular ass people we don't know this bitch and that's what happened when you vote a fucking businessman in the office for all the motherfuckers that thought it was a good idea to have him coming off because he's a businessman he know about business but the motherfucker ain't did shit for your business as a whole ass person he's doing nothing for the business of america so how did you anyway i'm not gonna do that i'm not let me mm. I'm off the soapbox. I'm not going to have that conversation again. I want to speak to Glenn McCoy and the other white people out there who continually try to grab moments in history that don't have shit to do with them and then cut and paste they bullshit story and they bullshit tears into our motherfucking struggle. I said this before on another podcast and I'll say this again. White people, leave our motherfucking journey alone. Leave our motherfucking stories alone. Stop trying to remix history so it can satisfy this motherfucking story that y'all trying to tell that's a motherfucking lie Bessie DeVos getting escorted to whatever job she going to is in no way associated to what Ruby Bridges had to go through okay nobody was out there like this is a grown ass woman in comparison to a child a six year old child okay with with all kind of like it was two people out there blocking Bessie DeVos from coming into this school it was a whole town of motherfuckers blocking and yelling at a six-year-old baby trying to get into the school. So white people, when you want to go through history and grab on to something and have some kind of inspirational moment, bitch, I need you to grab your own motherfucking history, okay? And I, I need you to do that from here on moving forward into perpetuity. That's what they say on contracts and shit that I hate signing. But that's that into perpetuity. That means forever and always to the end of motherfucking time, bitch. Woo! Mm, mm, mm. I could feel my abs tension, like clenching, just pushing all of that out. See, that was a self-care moment for me. I needed to get all of that off of my chest and I feel so much better. Now I am going to go ahead and smoke just cause just to add into, you know, the progress that I've already made. So, <laughs> but I think I'm gonna leave it right there, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to black ass podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe, subscribe. Um, super happy to announce that the podcast has just been added to the the laughable app that's right uh you can find all of your favorite podcasts right in one really awesome app so go ahead and download that 
go to black ass podcast hit the subscribe button and we are all set to go and of course you can follow black ass podcast on facebook and twitter and it's just that facebook and twitter black ass podcast shout out to everybody that's been going back and forth engaging just sending tweets and messages i super appreciate it i love hearing from you guys and what you guys are talking about and thinking about and you guys sending me stories so i appreciate that um and of course you can follow me hadia robinson you can go to my website hrcomedy.com and you know what uh hit me up and let me know what you are going to do from the uh black ass shit list you know what you're gonna do for self-care this weekend you know hit me you can add me you can uh tweet at black ass podcast on twitter or you can send a post to the facebook page let me know what you're what from the list you're going to do to maintain your self-care and hit me up if i miss something i might have missed something it might be something really good out there that i didn't get so you know put us all on so i can go ahead and shout it out the next episode we need to be building a black ass shit list self-care you know situation so we don't lose our minds in the next four years slash whenever they impeach this fool all right y'all i'm out y'all have a great weekend peace